Yo, what's up, family? Welcome back to the Bridge Podcast. I'm so glad that you're joining me again for the day for episode four. I can't believe, y'all, it's crazy. It just hit. We are four episodes in to the Bridge Podcast. That's insane. And as always, I want you to like, comment, subscribe if you're watching. And if you're listening, don't forget to share it with someone if you find anything beneficial or impactful at any point. Uh, make sure you share it with someone that you think it may be able to help. And so, Listen, on today's episode four, to jump right in, man, um, it's something that I think this generation, um, another thing things that um, we do so many things well, but I think it's certain points that we are ignorant of, that we lack in, and that's the areas as Christians where I think the devil attacks most because he knows that we lack that area, and I think that's an area of wisdom. Um, I think it's an area of wisdom. I... Uh, love wisdom. I think that I have been the beneficiary of wise people around my life, um, but not just any kind of wisdom, but also the wisdom that comes from God. Um, I think there's a huge difference between godly wisdom and the wisdom of the world, but that's a conversation for discernment. Maybe we'll get into that um, another time. But I think with wisdom, I do think that we have a generation who I think a lot of us are very gifted, very talented. We're very smart, but there's a difference in, I believe, being smart and being wise. Um, the best example I heard, Bishop Dale Barnes said that being smart, you know what to say. Being wise, you know how to say it, um, when to say it, or if it should even be said at all, right? And so I think that we have the knowledge, um, very gifted, very smart, we have that knowledge, um, and God has give it, give, gave that to us through gifting. But at the same time, if you don't know how to apply the knowledge or to apply in the right place, then what good is it, right? Um, and I think the first thing that comes to mind is the Proverbs. That if you read Proverbs, gonna take out the Bible again, y'all already know. I, I would rather I read it from here than rather me say it. Um, but if you read the Proverbs, and if you read here, it definitely tells us about wisdom. Wisdom, I think any, if I'm recommending a book to start in maybe, uh, if you never read the Bible before, I'd say just go to the Proverbs. That I read a proverb a day through the month usually um, because it's 30 of them. And so for 30 days, uh, 31 days, I just go through Proverbs and I repeat it every single month. And when you read through Proverbs, you begin to, I believe, see truly what is the heart of God and his heart for wisdom and why it is so important. There are certain Proverbs that I read and we'll get into, and I'm like, when I read that, I'm like, dang, I always heard of wisdom, but I'm not, I'm a real, I'm gonna be real honest, like, <laughs> being a young person sometimes, when we hear wisdom, we just think a lot of times of this old, that maybe our grandfather, our grandmother, our dad, our mom sitting us down and saying, now you know, and talking real slow about that. But when you really think of it, man, the Bible is a cheat code, but wisdom is a really cheat code. It's really a cheat code. Like, when you finally understand the importance of it, and begin to value wisdom. Um, and I think that we live in a generation where we don't value the importance of wisdom, the importance of saying, you know what? Let me humble myself. Let me say that, yes, I know something about this topic. Maybe you know something about the business that you wanna run. Um, you know you, you know about clothes, you know about design. You, you, you've been gifted in that area, cool. But you also, it's not just good to be smart or to have knowledge in an area, 
but you want to have wisdom in an area to know how to apply that knowledge. And that does come through experience, but at the same time, you don't have to wait to be 50 years old or older to get wisdom. Because, man, let me tell you something. I've met in my life a lot of young geniuses and a lot of old fools. Some people who, I mean, 50, 60 years old, and just be like, that wasn't very wise, you know? And so I think that as a young, especially we're going to be young Christians, we don't have to wait, you know, because yes, wisdom, I do believe, wisdom does come through experience. It comes through time. Some things we just have to live through, you know? But at the same time, you don't have to live a life that's just dumb and foolish while you're young and then wait until you get older. But if we are wise now, we can protect or save ourselves from a lot of hardship now, right? And so Proverbs, when you read it, it just goes into it. And it says in Proverbs 1 um, that the Proverbs were from Solomon, um, which is uh, David's son. And he says the purpose of it, Proverbs 1 and 2, is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. That the very purpose of this whole entire book, if we Proverbs and Ecclesiastes, that too, it has wisdom inside of it, right? And here's the thing about wisdom. It says that the fear of the Lord, Proverbs 1 and 7, the fear of the Lord is the foundation of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom. That, that stuck out to me because as a Christian, as a believer in Christ, the fear of the Lord, it doesn't mean actually being afraid, like I'm scared of someone, but the reverence of God, to revere him, to respect him, to honor him that the beginning of that is knowledge, but it says fools, they despise wisdom. Realizing that knowledge, the knowledge from God, it comes through wisdom. James says in James 1, if anyone, asks, if anyone seeks wisdom, ask of God and he gives it to you freely. It says that wisdom, when you find it, it's more precious than rubies than gold. It constantly gives this picture of the value and the importance of being wise and finally getting wisdom. Why? Because when I truly get wisdom, here it is, now I'm able not to just get any kind of wisdom, but to get godly wisdom. That's why Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, the scripture that we learned in vacation Bible school as a little kid, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not into your own understanding, but acknowledge him and he's gonna direct our path. There's a way the Bible says again, man, the Bible just says stuff so God, I might just start quoting scriptures out the whole thing. It's, it lays it out so far. It says, there's a way that seems right. There's a way that looks right to someone. But that way that seems right ends to death. That we can be doing so many things that as young people out that we are so um, entrepreneurial, we are very goal-driven in all these things, and that is great. I'm glad that we live in a generation that we love all those things. But at the same time, you have to understand that we have to pair gifting, we have to pair all of that with being wise. That until we are able to attain, until we seek godly wisdom, then until we do that, we truly won't know the knowledge from God and that understanding. Here it is. Seeking wisdom from God, too. A lot of times I talk with people and they say, man, I want to read the Bible. I, I try to get it. it I, I just can't. Like, it's hard. It's, you know, difficult when I'm reading it, all these words, whatever it is. Before I even open my Bible, the first thing, you pray. The very first thing you do, you pray. And the Holy Spirit, the Bible says that if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, we wouldn't even know what to pray for. 
that wisdom, you begin to learn and understand the knowledge from God. And for some of us, our next prayer to God should not be God, give me this promotion, give me this. Our next prayer should be God, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. See, if I have wisdom, some of us, we stress ourselves out so much and we always try to figure it out. Should I go to this place? Should I do this? Should I do that? <laughs> Oftentimes, people ask me, they say, Minister Johnson, they say, uh, do, should we, you know, sh the Bible doesn't speak about smoking. They don't talk about certain things. Don't, should I do that? Like, is it a sin? I said, you're asking the wrong question. It's not, is it a sin or not? Is it wise? Like, it, is that wise? The Bible says in Proverbs that wisdom, it preserves your life, it keeps your life. Like, is doing that wise? That even though the Bible doesn't explicitly say something, it also says this. You know what I love, the verse for wisdom? When Paul says, I can do anything, but not everything is beneficial for me to do. Not everything is beneficial for me to do. Yes, you may can do it. It's not necessarily a sin, but that's just not wise. That's not wise. Like, this going, <laughs> in relationships, in dating, yes, sure, you may not be having premarital sex, you may not be doing those, doing those things. Why would you sleep alone or live together and do all those things when, you know, that's temptation. You're putting yourself in a position to fall. That's not wise. Is that a sin? I, I don't think the Bible calls it that, no, but is that wise? And some things are just not beneficial to do, bro. And when I think about a lot of times, I remember my pastor, man, I remember one time, bro, I was, it made me so mad. It made me so mad. So he, uh, <laughs> it's a funny story. He told me, I remember, I, I think I was about 16 and uh, early in ministry, Jesus had started preaching and everything. And I made, uh, um, it was a post and I made a post and it was like, a post about maybe like Joseph and I was trying to it was some spiritual encouragement right and he said the very next day we met every week right and I come in and he said first order of business and he read out the post to me and he checked me and I was like what did I, did I say something theologically wrong and accurate and he was like no nothing was wrong with the post I just don't want you posting that I was like what why he was like because you're not ready for that yet. I was like, what, excuse me? He was like, yeah, you're gifted, but no, you're not ready to be doing that. He, because he was like, that comes with other things. He was like, right now, you're in preparation season. You just need to sit, wait. Like, you're not ready to be posting, like, right, right now, you don't need a business. You don't need to be going, and like, right now, that's not, that's not it sit down and wait longer than preparation becomes all I saw was this. He said, you're gifted and you're being smart. Like nothing you said was wrong per se, but right now, I don't think it's wise for you to be going out and acting or being in this role of doing this. And he's like, bro, you're not a pastor. Like this is not, this is not it. Do what you do, still preach. He's like, but what you're doing now he said, you don't know what all that comes with. When you're getting out here, you're posting things, 
And he said, there's nothing wrong with it. I do it now. He has no problem with it now. But I had to grow to that place. And all he said was, I don't want to awaken something before it's time. You ever heard that quote? I know we heard that quote. Like, don't awaken love before it's time, all those things. And when I think about all of that, and I think about, okay, why did he, why was he trying to tell me to chill out a little bit? Why was he, why? Because he was trying to say that, I get that you're smart. I get that you're gifted. But I want you, I also want you to gain wisdom. I want you to also gain this wisdom because if you gain this wisdom, then now you'll realize that, okay, see, now that I'm wise, I may know what to do, but I may be able to realize that right now God says don't start the business. He's giving me all the ideas. He's giving me the vision. Like, and when you have wisdom and understanding and knowledge from the Lord, he'll show you also not just what to do, but even how to do it, even when to do it. But if we're going to be, I think, in this generation, um, we want to be successful. We want to be fruitful with our life. And we want to do all those great things. But here's the thing. In doing all those things, wisdom says this, that even though I'm pursuing all these things, I'm doing all these passions, I'm goal-driven, I'm doing all these things, I think that the thing that we miss along the way is being wise. Because wisdom would teach you don't just be a workaholic. Don't just do all this hard work, but also work smarter. It's the little things. But that's why it's so important also in sitting under people, sitting under mentors, sitting under leadership who actually have been here before and done that. And they will teach you, not just anybody though, but also godly wisdom. And can I just stick a plug here? Like, yes, this is a biblical podcast talking about godly wisdom. Some things though, they just make sense. Like, some things I didn't get in the Bible. Like, my dad, like, he's like, and they're godly. It's not saying that they're, you know, not godly and they're demonic or anything. But some things are just like, I don't need to know. So, I'm pretty sure we all have done it. Why would I go and put my hand on the hot stove? Why, it's just not smart. Why would I do that? But see, here's the thing. Here's what I found. And the only reason why a smoke analogy came into me, because, um, I've talked with a lot of people in that area. They're like, well, I just do weed and stuff. It just gives me peace. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't think that's wise. And they're like, it just gives me peace. But that's not truly the one from God. See, at the end of the day, we think that it's something that's small. We think that it's not a big deal. But a lot of times, those things translate to something deeper. So you smoking weed or doing whatever you want to do, sure, it's not a sin. But that lack of wisdom component, how can I truly now revere and honor God if I don't have it? It says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge and understanding. For some of us, we can't understand these things. Why? Because we don't have that knowledge and that wisdom that truly comes from God. And it is impossible to understand those things, that knowledge from God, if we don't have that wisdom. Because I found that my relationship with God and then walking with him, some things early on, I'm like, mm, this is hard. Like, dang, the Bible really talks about this? Like, that's tough. Like, I really got to do that. I got to fast. I got to give these things up. But then as you truly start walking with God and asking for, for wisdom, he will give you the understanding. I mean, I know a lot of times in my life and for a lot of us, I'm like, I don't know. and I don't get, why do you want me to do that? Like, why does that even matter? 
Like, I, I don't get it. Like, that don't make no sense. Like, some of the things God has told me to do is like, we've all been there. It's like, bro, like, why you, I don't get that. But I found that sometimes we have to trust God's wisdom, even when we don't understand God's ways. That even when we don't understand what he's doing, we have to trust his wisdom. His wisdom is infinite. It, it doesn't run out. It's eternal. Like, the Bible says also in Proverbs that with wisdom, like, before the foundations of the earth, it was wisdom. It was God. And it gives this picture of God actually being this, this all-knowing God, this, this wise God. Why wouldn't we want to seek that God? Where we can now have wisdom, not only, but it's not just to be successful in life. It's also to please him and to honor him in our daily walk. That while we're doing it, I don't just get wisdom just to have a plan from God and just to attain things like, yes, that's a part of it, but God is not our genie in the bottle. He's not this dude we go to, like, like you can't finesse God, right? And for some of us, we want the wisdom from God, but we're like, yeah, God, I want your wisdom, but I want to keep mine too. And for some of us, the reason why we're struggling is because we think we know more than God. We really think that we got it all together, that we can think our way through things, and we're that smart. But if only we would just say, you know what? I'm going to just chill out because I really don't know. I'm going to just cool it. Like, the things that I think I know, the knowledge, this stuff that I, that, that, that I think is good for me, whatever, I'm just going to hand it over to him. But it requires truly seeking him. I like that word seek because for some of us, we ask God for things in general and we pray. This is what we do. We say, God, um, can you please just do such and such, whatever it is, and da, da, da. in Jesus' name I pray, amen. We never stopped, sit, sat in his presence, waited for him. No, it says actually seek him, to look for intently. So that means to actually look for, like seek it, go to him. And when I'm asking though, I'm saying, you know what God, forget what I know, forget what I think. Your knowledge, your way is better. And it's through that truly that godly given wisdom, we're able to actually now, when we walk through life, we understand these spiritual things. We understand the ways of him. Proverbs 8 gives, it, it, it's, it's a personification. So that means that wisdom here, it's, some, it, it's acting like um, it's in the form of kind of like talking like, like it's actual person or maybe a personification of something or someone. So it says, listen, Proverbs 8 says, listen as wisdom it calls out. Hear as understanding raises her voice. On the hilltop along the road, she shakes, she takes her stand at the crossroads. By the gates at the entrance to the town, on the road leading in, she cries aloud. I call to you, to all of you. Here it is. Verse 8 says, my advice is wholesome. There is nothing devious or crooked in it. My words are plain to anyone with understanding, clear to those with knowledge. I, wisdom, live together with good judgment. I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. That's, that's good. It says, I know where to discover knowledge and discernment. Basically here, it says in Proverbs 8, it's saying, choose my instruction rather than silver, knowledge than pure gold. 
for wisdom is far more valuable than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with it. It's giving this picture saying that wisdom, above all else, it's calling out. It's raising her voice. And I think right now we live in Jerusalem where we are filled with so many distractions, so many things of the world, so many things hitting our ear, and we've never stopped to listen for wisdom. That wisdom said, it says, I speak the truth. I detest every kind of deception. When we are truly wise, I love that proverb, because when we are truly wise, like it says in Proverbs chapter 8, with, when it comes with wisdom and that knowledge, now I can actually say, oh, wow, I have understanding. It says that it develops discernment. Like when I have that wisdom now, it says that now, guess what? I won't just be tossed in by every little thing of truth that comes in my ear. I won't just go and do all, all, all types of evil, all sorts of things. Why? Because now I have that wisdom that actually comes from God. And it says that it's far more precious than rubies. For a lot of us, we are so focused in attaining things in life, in being successful, in doing all these things, but the whole time we never stop to ask God, what does he think? And that comes from wisdom. We, we rely on our knowledge. We rely on us being smart. We rely on these things. But what if we sat back and said, okay, but if I get the wisdom from God, that's more valuable than all these things. Because wisdom does not just get me success in life. Wisdom also gives me a currency for my soul. It's the thing that when I have wisdom now, forget my, the physical material things in my life but my spiritual health. And we have to realize that the foundation, the foundation of everything that we do, it has to be spiritual. If you're gonna be a believer in Christ, the foundation not only has to be spiritual, but it has to come from that wisdom from God. That once I get the wisdom from God now, that is the foundation of knowledge. And I, I know it's hard because we can really think that we know it all or we have it all going on, and the tragedy of life, man, is to think that you've been going through it your whole life and you've been doing things and you've been trying and you've been working so hard and you've been doing this when the whole while wisdom is calling out God. He's saying, yeah, but you never came and sought me first. You never came and asked me. You never came and asked me, okay, it, what, what, what is your knowledge saying about this? Is this really good? Is this really profitable for me? He says that more than attaining you know, wealth, rubies, silver, gold, the money, the cars, the business, more than that, get wisdom first. Because I can get the money, but without the wisdom, I won't know how to apply the money. I can start the business, but without wisdom, I won't know how to keep the business. And we're real good at getting things, at starting things, at, you know, just doing things that um, seem good or having great ideas. But the thing is, is that wisdom will teach you how to keep those things and how to keep them in a godly way. And sometimes I know that the end is hard, you know, we do things to justify it, you know, to get the means to an end, but 
like that doesn't it's because the end is hard that doesn't justify you doing anything to get it and i think that if we acquire and attain the wisdom first and if we do that then that will help us along with our experience and i can attest to the fact that i think that a great mentor of mine he told me one time he was like being gifted can only take you so far but any gifting or anything you do without wisdom, shortly thereafter, um, that lack of wisdom is going to catch up to you. Like, I think there's a reason why if we look in the body of Christ um, or even certain leaders, and I, I'm always, you know, when I see a new voice raising up in the body of Christ or anything or see a bunch of leaders and they're just starting out, my dad told me something. He was like, you know, uh, yes, it's great they're doing a great thing, but more so, um, I'm not just uh, elated or just enamored with how um, they got something. I'm enamored with how they, they kept it or if they can keep it. Because at the end of the day, the content can be good. The content that you're creating on social media, being an influencer can be good. But if your character doesn't match with your content, then what you're doing is null and void. You make a shipwreck of it. But I think that all comes from the wisdom of God. I'm a beneficiary of people telling me and great mentors around me saying, hey, listen, man, you're gifted. And for a lot of us, we're destined, we're gifted, we're definitely going places. God has given us a vision in our heart. But at the same time, if we don't get wisdom first, we won't know how to apply that in our lives. Because for some of us, man, for some, some things, the knowledge that we have, um, the gifting that we have, we need that wisdom from God to tell us even how to put it in the right place and what to do with it, you know? Because I think that's the thing that if you read, um, even in Genesis Post Foundation, when God created human beings, that is the one thing that doesn't, that as a Christian or as an unbeliever, as a believer, as an unbeliever, the thing that, you know, we both have is the ability to create, right? Everybody is a creator, create, but at the same time, are we creating good things or bad things? Are we creating for God, you know, or for the world? Good things or bad things? But, and that kind of goes into another episode, which we may talk about discernment, being able to judge well. But even with wisdom, though, um, I think that knowing how to apply certain things in our life, uh, even in a larger sense, even the word of God. Because I know that, you know, without applying the word of God to your life um, without getting your instruction from the Bible, we can't really do anything. Or the stuff that we are doing, um, we know that it's not truly godly or it's not truly what he wants us to do. And I know that a lot of us struggle with understanding God's word. We struggle sometimes we're reading the pages and we're like, oh, I'm reading it, but it's really, it's going in one ear and out the other. Well, I think that how to apply his knowledge, how to apply his word for, to our life, that does come from wisdom. Because many, anyone can read the word, but not everyone can apply it correctly. Right? Like, even the devil used scripture. When Jesus was being tempted in the wilderness, the devil, he used the same scripture. He just didn't use it in the right way. And so I'm not so focused on whether or not you can retain scripture and memorize it. and Cool. cool. But are you applying it correctly? Are you doing it in the right way? And so I think, man, just to sum it all up, I think that if we're going to be 
a generation that truly honors and pleases God in everything that we do, but even just as our daily walk with Christ. Um, and that's for anybody, man. Even, you know, you may be out here right now, you're like, you're not necessarily a believer or a Christian. That's even in the business, whatever it is. Like, everything requires, you still have to use wisdom, right? And that does come through experience, but um, not only with experience, you know, I know of another godly wisdom, and that's why I want everybody to realize that I don't have to wait. Same way, like, you don't have to wait until you get older to read, to get saved, whatever it is. You can start right now, and he gives it freely without fault. That's what James says. And so I want, I think, my prayer for all of us is just to go out and seek it. Seek it earnestly and ask him, okay, God, not just, you know, what can you do for me, but God, can you please, the thing I want you to do for me is, my challenge to everyone this week would be, okay, God, I want wisdom. Because if I get wisdom, then the fear of the Lord says the beginning of knowledge, I'll begin to know, like Romans 12 says, that good and perfect uh, pleasing will of you. And so thank you so much uh, for watching and listening again. Um, and I hope this episode helped you. And I can't wait uh, to go to the next episode and tune in again. And I can't wait to uh, share with you all what I have next time. Peace and love.